Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, uh, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio network. Follow, share, subscribe, like at Harp on Sports on all of your platforms. College football season's here. And, you know, I originally wanted to do this last night. I wanted to do this Thursday night because there were so many games going on college football-wise. My predictions, they really haven't changed. They even have this down here September 1st. See, September 1st. Uh, But nonetheless, I got some craziness going on this year. Just a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit of craziness going on this year. Uh, What are we going to talk about? Of course, the college football predictions going to look at... The SEC at the top, Big Ten, Pac-12, pretty much all your major players. Also, you know, a little Heisman hype in the Bigger 12 as the conference gets a little bit bigger. There's another step in here, too. It's pretty interesting what we talked about about two, 10 days ago. Got 75% of the teams right, three out of the four. And I still think they're going to go to 14. And there's two that they need to add as they continue to make this Next step. Start off first with a little college football prediction carousel here. Uh, look, it's tough to bet against the big dogs. It is. I'm actually going to start with some smaller. Well, it's smaller. I, I, you know, I'm a Western Michigan guy. I hope they do well this year. They eight and four, probably written all over them. Seven and five may, you know, right around that threshold. Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame takes a step back this year. I think they finish around nine and three. Schedule's too tough. Schedule's too tough for them this year. Look where they go. Look where they have to go. Look when they go there. And look, they had a three-year starter at quarterback. Notre Dame's not, you know, Alabama. They're not Oklahoma. They're not Clemson where you just reload at quarterback. They had a guy that was what? Like, what was he in book? 42-3 and three or something like that as a starter? It was ridiculous what he was. So, going to be too tough to replace him. Irish, 9-3 and three, would be a good year. Looking at everything else. Uh, start with the Pac-12 first. I've got Oregon against Southern Cal in the Pac-12 championship game. They don't play each other in the regular season. They don't. And I went through and I looked at this. Why why, why these teams? Well, Oregon's slate in their schedule where they play teams and how they play them. You know, they play – what did I see? I think Oregon has four ranked teams this year. They play three of them at home as of right now. I went through and looked at Southern Cal's schedule. UCLA, Stanford, Utah, Arizona State – Those are the four ranked teams that they have to play. Arizona State, Stanford, Utah, and UCLA. All of them are at home. All of them are at home. Southern Cal gets everybody at home. They have to go to Notre Dame. But, you know, I think when you look at it this year, USC, Oregon, in the Pac-12 championship game, neither of those teams are going to make the college football playoff. Okay, uh, we're going to go next. The ACC. Clemson's going to walk through this thing. I know by the time I cut this, by the time you're listening to this, we already had Virginia Tech knock off North Carolina. Great. That didn't affect what I had. I had Pitt coming out of the coastal and Clemson coming out of the Atlantic. Uh, Pitt, yeah. West Virginia. No, West Virginia. Sorry. I'm going to get to West Virginia in a second. Miami, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. How can you? Here's why. Again, I'm upperclassman. Pitt's a football program, but eight and four two years ago. Uh, COVID year, I kind of washed some of this stuff out when it comes to some of these coverages. They have... Miami at home. They have Clemson at home. They have North Carolina at home. So Pitt has all their big games at home. That division is garbage. A 9-3 and probably wins you that division. So those things matter. 
Clemson at home. This is for Pitt in the Coastal. Clemson at home. Miami at home. North Carolina at home. So I think Pitt wins the Coastal. Clemson wins the Atlantic. Clemson's going to win that, another conference championship game by three touchdowns. So there's what you have when it comes out of the ACC. I do have Clemson going to the college football playoff too. So there's one of my college football playoff teams. Uh, let's look at the big 12. I have Oklahoma over West Virginia. I think Oklahoma's loaded. They'll stub their toes somewhere along the line. They always do. But when I look at Boomer sooner, I got Oklahoma playing West Virginia in the big 12 championship game. Why West Virginia? Well, again, I look at swing games and against ranked opponents in West Virginia has to go to Oklahoma. Okay. That's a loss. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to beat somebody in, in, in the Big 12. you got 10 teams in there. You play nine of them. You play them all. So I've got West Virginia. West Virginia gets Texas at home, and they get Iowa State at home. I'm big on schedules, especially in this COVID year, which is still coming out of this thing. i got West Virginia against Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game last year. We had Iowa State and Oklahoma. It's going to be very similar, you know, 17, 21 point type of thing. But I've got West Virginia going to the Big 12 title game where they take on Boomer Sooner. And Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma headed to the college football playoff as well. So there you go. Oklahoma over. West Virginia Big 12. Pac-12 mentioned earlier. Oregon, Southern Cal. And you flip a coin. Let's just, for the sake of this, take Oregon. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, that, that's going to be like a battle of nine and threes. The ACC, I got Clemson over Pitt. The Big Ten. Here's one of my big ones. The Big Ten. Here's one of my, oh, baby. But Wisconsin out of the West and Michigan out of the East. Isn't it funny how we all forgot about Jim Harbaugh? Southie. Funny how we all forgot about Jim Harbaugh. All Jim Harbaugh has done is average eight, nine wins a year at Michigan. Had a bad year last year. They did. Everybody's talking about Indiana. Everybody's talking about Penn State. And rightfully so. Although Penn State did take a step back last year, right? So did Michigan. Ohio State. Yeah, you're right. But again, I look at at Michigan, and who they play and where they play them. <laughs> this is big. This is important. dub at home, University of Washington, big chance on the map to, to get something done really, really early. IU at home, Ohio State at home. Now Michigan has to go to Wisconsin and to Penn State. Got to win one of those two. Now, I don't think Michigan's going to play for a Nationals. I don't think they're going to be in the college football playoff. I just don't think Ohio State is going to be as good as they were last year. Justin Fields is pretty good. And to replace him, and I know they've got a bunch of weapons and they can score fast. I know. But Ohio State's schedule can be treacherous in there. And I, I just look where Jim Harbaugh is. I look what Michigan does. I look at the talent that they have. Look how nobody's – you forgot about them. So I look at this as like a Wisconsin 10-2 and two, taking on a 10-2 and two Michigan in the, in, the, in the Big Ten championship game. I think that's what you get. And I've got Wisconsin winning the Big Ten. And Wisconsin's one of these teams as well where – the way their schedule lines up, where they get Notre Dame at home, it's amazing where, you know, Wisconsin's schedule and how loaded it is. You get everybody at home. That was a big deal to me, getting all your teams at home. So that, you know, when I go through it, I'm trying to figure out, especially, look, it's it's not like, oh, Oklahoma's got to go on the road. Your elite teams can travel and do whatever they want. The Alabamas do whatever they want, wherever they go. Your elite programs can do that. When it comes to this, when I'm looking at, like, the second team in the Big 12, when I'm looking at the ACC Coastal, when I'm looking at, you know, at, at least at this point, when I'm looking at the Big Ten, okay, where do you have all your home games? Okay, you're going to go on the road here. You're going to do this here. Wisconsin and Michigan, Big Ten. Oklahoma, West Virginia, Big 12. 
Clemson, Pitt, ACC. And I mentioned the Pac-12, Oregon, and Southern Cal. The SEC. The SEC. Going to start with the West first. In the West, the SEC, of LSU going 9-3. and three. LSU will go to a New Year's Six Bowl game. I've got A&M going 10-2. and two. Texas A&M will go to a New Year's Six Bowl game. Alabama wins the West at 11-1. and one. You bet against them. I've, I'm done doing that. Although, Seth, they've only won the West three of the last seven years. Or four of the last... Alabama's only won the West four of the last seven years. Yeah, you bet against them. Go ahead and knock yourself out. I'm not done doing that. Done. Well, A&M, Florida could get them. Want to bet? All right, done betting against them. Alabama wins the West. Not that I bet against them last year because I didn't, but go ahead. Pick against them. Go ahead. I'm not. Well, they, they have to replace two receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. Okay. Replace one diamond with another diamond. Okay. Uh, Bama wins the West. In the East, I've got Missouri. Eli Drinkfitz. I like the job that he's done at Missouri. I've got Missouri finishing third, going eight and four in the East. I've got the Gators, nine and three, finishing second in the East. And I have Georgia winning the East. So I've got a Georgia Alabama SEC championship game in my college football playoff when it's all said and done. Okay. I've got Oklahoma number one. I've got Bama beating Georgia in the SEC championship game. Bama number two. Clemson number three. Georgia number four. So Oklahoma and Georgia, a rematch of the Rose Bowl. Is that five years ago now? Hard to believe. Bama and Clemson. So that's my college football playoff. Oklahoma, Georgia, Bama, Clemson. Chalk. Yeah, okay. If you want to call it chalk, go ahead. (laughs) You find me an upset in there. You find me someone who's going to shock the world. That's okay. I got two SEC schools this year. Uh, I mentioned Florida. Oh, when it's all said and done, Georgia beats Oklahoma. Clemson beats Alabama, and Georgia is your national champion. Georgia beats Clemson to win the national title. So they start the season, and then they end the season against one another. Georgia beats Clemson to win the national championship. I think Georgia knocks off Clemson week one. I do. I think Georgia, I like JT Daniels. I think Georgia beats Clemson week one. They roll around late in the year. And the dogs get them again. Clemson's just going to get better and better and better as the year goes on. And that conference is booty. So who's going to knock them off? Who's going to beat George? Who's going to beat Clemson in the ACC? So there you go. Oh, going through and looking at some of the bowl games and where I have teams falling. Uh, I meant just I just went through and did give you the whole college football playoff right. New Year's six. I've got Wisconsin and Oregon in the rows. So Wisconsin and Oregon going to tangle in the rows in the sugar. I have A and M in Texas. See, here's where West Virginia gets burned. West Virginia by playing in the Big Twelve championship game and losing. I think Texas slides up and takes their spot. A and M in Texas. You kidding me? You think the you think the Sugar Bowl is going to pass on the opportunity to get A and M in Texas together? Teams haven't played in a decade. Texas is going to be right nine and three. A and M ten and two. Watch A and M in Texas in the sugar, in the peach. I have LSU in Michigan and in the Fiesta. USC in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's going to have a good year, but Cincinnati, they have to go undefeated to have a chance at the college football playoff, and somebody always stubs their toe somewhere. USC, Cincinnati, Fiesta, LSU, Michigan in the Peach. I mentioned Oregon and Wisconsin in the Rose, and A&M in Texas. Texas and Texas A&M in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Florida, 
going through each school in this state. I've got Florida State finishing six and six. I think Mike Norvell's a good football coach, and I think he gets Florida State heading in the right direction. They should start picking off that low hanging fruit. And the ACC is the perfect conference to pick off that low hanging fruit. I think Miami goes eight and four. Derek King, I, I think he's a good quarterback, and Manny Diaz is a good recruiter. He's got some talent down there. And again, college football wise, you know, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and that comp and that division got their hands full at times. But I, I think Miami can get to eight wins this year. So Miami's eight and four, and I've got Florida going nine and three. And I think the Gators, you know, a lot of people, Alabama. If I had to pick three losses for the Gators, I'd say Alabama. Georgia and LSU. I have to go to LSU, play Georgia in Jacksonville, get Alabama in Gainesville. I think Florida goes 9-3. and three. I think it's a decent year. I think it's a good year for them. And I've got Florida playing Ohio State in the Citrus. Remember, I've got Michigan upsetting Ohio State and Michigan playing Wisconsin for the Big Ten title. Thus, Wisconsin goes to the Rose when they beat Michigan and Michigan slides. We're going to have Michigan in the uh, Fiesta. I have Michigan to the Peach. Michigan to the Peach, which means Ohio State ends up in the Citrus. Which means we get Ohio State and Florida in the Citrus Bowl. Not a bad, the best of that next tier. Not a bad little slide, right? Not a bad little slide. So there we go. That's what I have college football-wise. Tyler, how about them Hoosiers? I think Hoosiers are going to be good, but you're not sneaking up on anybody anymore. The Hoosiers are an eight, nine-win football team. Eight and four. Nine and three if everything lines itself up correctly. So there you go. That's what I have. Uh, you know, Spencer Rattler is the favorite for the Heisman. I was trying to rack my brain and think of the last time the favorite the last time the favorite won the Heisman. Can you think of the last time the favorite won the Heisman? That hurts. <laughs> last time the favorite won the Heisman. I can't. I was trying to rack my brain on this. I cannot think of the last time the favorite going in won it. So, Spencer Rattler, I'm going to bail on you just because I I can't think of the last time the favorite won it. So, I was looking at this. I'm going to go, since I've got Georgia winning the national title, I'm going to go with JT Daniels to win the Heisman. You know, he's at Georgia. I've got him winning the national title. You know, you go back through and you look the last few years, Joe Burrow, teams that are in the national championship game, the guy 10 or in the hunt, those guys do get preferential treatment and focus when it comes to this. Last year's national champion, Heisman Trophy winner. Two years ago, national champion, Heisman Trophy winner. You can go back and just keep looking at it. Heisman Trophy, Heisman Trophy, Heisman Trophy. Stuff matters. It does. That's what I have. JT Daniels winning it, Spencer Rattler, and then after that, there's always somebody that comes out of nowhere. Pick them. Pick them. I know it's a quarterback thing, running back, somebody. Look at the teams that are going to be up there. Look at the quality quarterbacks that are going to be up there. And There you go. So there you go. That's my college football playoff prediction. I'm going to do the NFL coming up here midweek next week, uh, but because early on Labor Day, I'm going to look back on everything that we just saw uh, over week one of the college football season. But there you go. Again, national championship. College football playoff, I've got Oklahoma and Georgia, Alabama and Clemson, and Georgia beats Clemson in the national championship game. Uh, Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. And just lining it up, I've got Wisconsin over Michigan in the Big Ten. Big 12, I've got Oklahoma beating West Virginia. ACC, I have Clemson beating Pitt. I've got Oregon and USC uh, in the Pac-12. There you go. Not a little bad thing. Not a little bad little shouldn't dig when it's all said and done. All right. So from that to this. So those are my predictions. Mark them down. Write them down in blood. Uh, told you the Heisman hype. Wanted to end with this because it's all college football preseason. Right here we go. Actually, regular season's already underway. The Big 12 down to eight, back up to 12. And I just saw a 
confirmed a couple hours ago, UCF on its way to the Big 12. If you go back and look at my podcast, I think it was from 10 days ago when this stuff started to float around, maybe four, maybe about two weeks ago now, that my suggestion to getting them from 8 to 12 was UCF, was Cincinnati. I thought those two were net. Trelux, Houston, and I had Memphis. They went with BYU. I had Memphis, but they went with BYU. Fine. That's okay. So BYU, okay, West, Northwest, at least from where you are as a conference. Then you bring the Salt Lake City market into it, right? Salt Lake has an NBA franchise, right? It's a top 30 market in America. I get it. You add Salt Lake City. You add BYU, decent program. You add Cincinnati. It's the best of the non-Power Five. You had UCF, who was the best of the non-Power Five before Cincinnati. And you had Houston, who five years ago was UCF before UCF. Okay. And you don't want to chase recent success, but that, that that's not a bad idea. So uh, BYU, you bet. Cincinnati, you bet. UCF, you bet. Houston, you bet. You're, you're not going to replicate Texas and Oklahoma, nor do you have a shot to do that. So there you go. Now you're up to 12. If you want to get to 14... If you want to get to 14, my suggestions next, Boise State and Memphis. You had Boise State and Memphis to the Big 12. Now you're adding a Memphis team that went to a major bowl game, what, two years ago? Mike Norvell and Memphis went to a major bowl game two years ago? Did they go 11-1, 12-1, went to a major bowl game? So here you had another one, and Boise State's traditionally up there. So Boise State and Memphis, you might as well add the best of that tier. Think about what you could do as the Big 12. You could add UCF, two major bowl games the last five years. You could have Memphis, major bowl game the last three years. All right. Boise State, who's been the perennial next team up for 15 years now. They have, haven't they? Houston, who five, six years ago was right up there. Maybe a little bit of a step back, but you throw them back into this conference recruiting-wise, it's a good little land. And BYU, always competitive. So, I, I mean, you... you now you're at 12 with the additions of Houston, UCF, Cincinnati. There's another good program. And BYU. Then you want to go to 14. Then you go Boise State and Memphis, and you're on your way. Then you want to go to 16. There's where it gets a little bit trickier. You want to go to 16. There's where it gets a little bit trickier because it's 16. I'm trying to figure this out. It's 16. Then you have to get to, okay, what do we do? We're at 14. Good gracious. Who's out there? I think then is where you're stretching. And you know what? Because <sighs> like Cincinnati can add something basketball-wise. Houston can add something basketball-wise. Memphis can add something basketball-wise. You, you know, there's things that UCF, not much basketball-wise. How important is basketball to you? I, the other school I would think if I'm going to go to 15 would be Navy. Why not? Navy's better than the three, four worst teams in the SEC. You can do worse. I'd go Navy to get to 15 and then 16. If you're the Big 12, you darts at a dartboard. I don't want you to go Northern Illinois, UAB. See, that's why you stick at 14 and then you know, look at the landscape and see what goes next. But I like what the Big 12 did. I like what they did. They salvaged the conference. They get back to 12. Are they going to be what they were? No, but you're adding non-power fives that have made it to the New Year's Six Bowl round the last seven, eight years. Made it there and won in some instances. There you go. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio network. Website's almost done. I, I told you that a week ago. We were working on a new one. We're getting there. Step by step, getting there. In the meantime, Twitter, Instagram, 
at Harp on Sports, both platforms. Harp on Sports Facebook page, Harp on Sports YouTube channel, podcast available available for you at Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So there you go. All the platforms, baby. And remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.